We're trying something a little bit different with this episode. I have seen this movie. The Andes have not. I'm going to explain it to them as best as I can remember. And then they are going to watch the movie for the first time and give us their opinion at the end of it. This is a little bit different than our normal show, and we're able to do special episodes like this because of our patrons at Patreon. Sign up for our Patreon. As little as $1 a month can really go a long way and get you exclusive content. Go ahead and sign up for the $3 tier and get your name read at the beginning of all of our regular episodes. Patreon.com slash WhatRememember. It's as easy as signing up with an email address and a credit card or your PayPal. Thanks. Like any other business, when you expand too fast, you always succeed. This is a brand new segment for what we remember, as if we didn't have enough of those. I thought you were doing some sort of weird <laughs> ad at first. I was like, what, what happened? Did we sell out yet? Because I'm up all, I'm up all about it. I can't it. wait till we sell out. Yeah. We're talking about a movie only one of us remembers, because the other two have not seen it. Yeah. What we remember, Solo, colon, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I don't know what to call this segment I yet. I think, I think we had it listed as singled out or something. Singled out, Which that was, I think, good. that old MTV show or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's use it. Yeah. We'll use the theme song from MTV, yeah, there we go. Singled Out, <laughs> to start the show. Right here we have 50 single women. Right here we have 50 single guys. That's right, 100 love-starved people looking for a taste of romance on MTV Singled Out. So today, who has the movie? Who's got a movie they want to talk about that no one else has seen? I think I think it makes sense, because we have Brad do all the work on this podcast, mm-hmm. to have him do this work too. <laughs> Brad! Brad, can you take care of this for us, please? Brad's the heart and soul of this podcast. Like the movie Heart and Soul. You guys see that one? I can single out that one, I don't know about one, that maybe. one. Is that what we're talking about? Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, is it the mom and daughter movie? Nope. This is the movie where um, a bunch of people die on a bus, and then Tootsie. Robert Downey Jr. is the kid that survives it, and they become angels, and Speed. they and they like help him guide him through his life. And eventually, when he earn, learns a certain age, he becomes aware of the angels. Then he has to go put back the crimes that they had committed. Angels in the outfield. And done right, do right by them for them to go into heaven. Constantine. I have never heard of this. That's a movie. What is it called? Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul. That's crazy. I, I've genuinely never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. This is a movie that I grew up watching nonstop. One of my mom's favorite films. We had it on taped off HBO VHS tape. I had access to it whenever I wanted. Wow. It was well, glorious. That's, that's nice. Spoiled. <laughs> We're trying to single you out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I feel a little singled out. It's nice. I kind of want you to be on two sides of the table or me to. I don't know. Here, here, I'll move. This, no, 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 no. This is fine. This is here fine. Here we go. Here we go. We're over here now. <laughs> You're cuddling. What's we're, this? Yeah, I want to be a part of that. Can I go on that side? <laughs> we're, we're singling you out, buddy. We're a couple now. <laughs> this movie is called Willow. Oh, about the tree. Directed by Ron Howard, produced and written by George Lucas. I think his name is Ronnie Howard. I think that's what he Ronald prefers. the Donald Howard. <laughs> a no, fan- Val Kilmer is Ron Ooh, Howard. Ooh, you duck. know some stuff about this film. Yeah. Uh, Peter, just what Peter just, Dinklage. No. Nope. Well. Oh boy. <laughs> just what? Oh, Vern Troyer. No. <laughs> no. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Whose movie is this? You before? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The, I only know what the uh, that sound engineer at Podcast mm-hmm. Detroit told us about it. There's this was a book, uh, I think first, maybe it was written after the fact, it's a trilogy of books that never came to be because the movie did not do as well as they'd hoped, even though it is a cult classic and one of my favorite films 
ever created. So it's a fant fantasy adventure film. It involves okay. puppets. There are puppets. So we got puppets. There's an animate anima. Not an. Anim well, there's a couple pup puppets in here. Pup puppets, okay. but not like how um like Kermit the Frogs or nothing. But oh, there's okay. definitely some like costumed creatures. Oh, all right. And there's some stop like motion Dark monsters. Style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of Jim Henson. Yeah, there's a little. Mm -hmm. maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. There's also a lot of practical effects. Um, they put like costumes on dogs to make them look scarier. Okay. This movie actually opens. Do you know what year this? It's 19, like 88, 89? 86, 84, something 80, like that. 81, 80, 79, okay. The movie opens Queen Bad Morda, who you're going to be hearing a lot about during this podcast. I prefer Queen Latifah. The... <laughs> <laughs> who are you, me? That's my favorite. Who <laughs> you're hearing a lot in this uh, episode. Yes, Queen. She knows of a prophecy. There is a child that's been born with a birthmark that is destined to destroy her. Harry Potter? Oh, yeah, this is Harry Potter style. <laughs> so, Harry, so, so Queen, the, the mark itself is going to destroy her. So, no, no, the... The person. Yeah. The person it, with It's the that mark. person's destiny to kill Bad Morda. Oh, Morton. I got you, got So you. she's trying to stop it. So, so it is like full Harry Potter. So she gets every... Anyone who's ever gets pregnant has to come to the dungeon to give birth so she can look at the baby. And oh. know, and like she's trying to kill the baby immediately. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. She wants to, to end, end with mm -hmm. it. Yep. The baby gets born... Um, the mom was able to escape like this prison dungeon area, either like stealing like a key or somehow like coercing someone to let them go. But like, now this is the movie. This is or is this, this, this is the opening? This okay. is the opening. Yeah. Of, this is the prologue. So we haven't had the credits yet. Yeah, okay. is she trying to escape because she sees the mark? Too? Yes, she knows okay. that this is the baby. Everyone, everyone knows like Queen Bad is looking for a baby with this mark, and if it's born, it's going to be killed, and she just wants to save her baby. Okay, she doesn't want the baby to die. So she escapes with it out of the dungeon. She runs through the woods. Behind her are, are these gallantry of Bad Morda army dudes. Very scary men. They have these evil war dog things, which are just cute little dogs that have like makeup and um, prosthetics and stuff over them to make them look like monsters. Okay. But they're not. They're just, just regular old doggies. Okay. And the mom is able to put the baby in a bassinet and roll it down the river in order to save its life. Okay. And as the baby's going down the river, we see in the background the mom get torn to shreds oh. by these dogs. Oh, God. Brad, we can't Deadded. watch this movie. That's too, mo that's too adult for us. Moses? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the opening, beautiful title crawl across, across the river. It's Willow. There's a couple of bad guys that we get introduced to during this prologue. One of them is Bad Morda's daughter, only daughter, Sorsha. Sorsha. She's a babe. Oh. Ooh. She later goes on to marry Val Kilmer IRL. Oh. Oh, what a babe. <laughs> they, they got divorced though, right? Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> Her, uh, so she's on the market. Mm. <laughs> Her thing is that she has the sweet dagger that has like little curves all over it. A it's, like a, it's like a, yeah, a little little crazy dagger. Mm -hmm. There's another evil general. I can't remember his name. Like General Carr or some evil guy. He's got like a minotaur skull mask oh. that is like, oh my god, this guy is scary. That's cool. He's horrifying. Yeah. They're the number one and number two generals of Bad Morda's army. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's established. Okay. The baby ends up being washed ashore in front of the Elwyn village. The Elwyn village is full of little people. The whole group of people, like, they're all little people. Mm -hmm. That's what they are. It's like gnomes or something in D&D. &D. Okay. Um, two little children find this bassinet on the, just the river, 
and they don't know what to do, so they go get their dad, who's Warwick Davis. Don't go near it. We don't know where it's been. But Dad, it's a baby. It's not like us. No, it's not an Elwin. Looks like a Daikini baby. What's a Daikini? Daikinis are big, giants who live far away. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Can't we keep it, Dada? No. We'll push it downstream and forget we ever saw it. Okay. He's hanging out a little in a little hobbit hole. He's got a nice little home where he's like the whole village, like everyone is peaceful and having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. He's got a beautiful wife named Kara. And they have just the most loving, best relationship you could ever see on screen. So she's a babe? Well, for yeah, for a little person. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Wow, okay. For a little person. For a little person. Jeez, Brad. They're they're a good couple together. Okay. okay. Let me put it that. They're they're well matched. Whew. So they t they don't know what to do with this baby. This baby is a daikini. Dude, ooh, uh, can we say that? I've never <laughs> eaten that before, so I don't know. I don't know. Daikinis are like the human race of, okay. of the Willow world. Wait, the so Willow you and I would world. be a daikini. So there's a whole fantasy. This is like Middle Earth, like what we're in right now. Yeah, okay, it's an the, entire the fantasy adventure. It's yes, the Willowverse. Yeah. We have all these terms and phrases that are exist in you know Tolkien. But then changed around in George Lucas's head to sure. not be copyrighted. I bet they named the baby Birch. I bet that's what it's called. The baby's name is Alora Dannon. Wow. It, what? Mm -hmm. Al is Alora that one word? Dannon. <laughs> or is that like I think it might Alora be, Space Dannon? I think it might be Alora Space Dannon, like the yogurt. Danimal. Alora okay. Dannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Alora Danimals. Mm -hmm. Willow was thinking maybe of just like, he doesn't really know what to do with the baby. He's like, maybe just put it down the river. I don't know. Like, this isn't, this is, who's, should... wait, who's Willow? Is Warwick, Warwick Davis. Davis? Yeah. Oh, so the main okay. character of the movie, Willow, I is Willow. That, I thought that might have been Val. It's not Willow Tree, like you keep saying. Val, Val Kilmer's name is Mad Mardigan. Oh, okay. Mad Mardigan. The he names of this movie are awesome. He must yeah. not be the baby then. He's not a baby. <laughs> I thought no. I thought the baby grew up into Val Kilmer. Mm -mm. The, the, the movie, the baby, is the movie the baby is, a lady. Yeah, it's a little girl. Yeah, and it's a cute little baby. It makes a lot of smiles and goo goo gaga faces. Baby. We never. This movie all takes place in the present. It's like this is baby's day out. So this, mm. is, this baby's gonna be a baby the whole time. Yeah. Okay. The baby's gonna be a baby the whole time. All now, right. I'm. I can be. I, I can get behind that. Three Middle Earths and a baby. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. Let's watch that. The mom takes the baby in because she's just got that motherly love. And it's like, we have to take care of a baby. You can't not take care of a baby. And like Warwick Davis is like, we can't have this kid just around. We can't, we can't let anybody know. It's a, it's bad to have have this baby around. And he's go because he saw the birthmark. He was like. They don't know about the birthmark. Oh, uh, okay. That, that, that kind of isn't important anymore. It's just for this <laughs> intro to establish that this baby is special. Yeah. There's a party going on in the Elwyn village. They're going to be electing a new apprentice for the head wizard. Oh, man. Oh, that's fun. And Warwick Davis, Willow, is up for the position. Oh, you can't you can't take care of a baby when you're uh, going to be in that role. <laughs> yeah, it's too dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we meet some people around town. Willow's arch nemesis, Burglecut. <sighs> Is, is the burgle cut? He's this <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's this bald, fat, 
person who's just always laughing and eating like a turkey leg and making fun of Willow. It's like everything Willow does is awful and everything Burgle Cut does is great. Joke's on him. Willow's got his own baby for campaign reasons. Like he can shake hands and kiss babies. He has already got the baby. Yeah, no one wants to catch a Burgle Cut. No. That sounds like a terrible rash. So there's a there's music playing. It's kind of like the Ewok Village like style songs going on and dance. Dub, dub. <laughs> Willow's putting on a magic show. He like he wants to be a wizard. He's been studying. It's like I'm. This is my time. I, I have the magic tricks. He makes a pig disappear. Ooh. He he pulls it up, puts it in a bag, picks the bag up, and shakes it out, and the pig's gone. Wow! Everyone's like, "Whoa! Willow knows magic. Blue He's incredible." Yeah. But how are they gonna eat now? Moments later, the pig scurries out underneath the table, and everyone laughs at Willow. No. Especially Willow. you know who. Burgle <laughs> cut that son of a bitch. Hopgood, you still haven't paid your debts to me. Where did you get these seats? Well, maybe I use magic. <laughs> You're no sorcerer, Hopgood. You're a clown. I sell the plant seeds around here. Now tell me where you got them. My family's been gathering them in the forest since last fall. There's no law against that Mr. Burgle cut. Willow, you didn't leave them along by the river. Magic? You'll need magic to expect to get your planting done before the rains start. I will have this land off good. And you're gonna end up working in the mines. He's always there. God damn it. <laughs> He's always there. That burgle cut. Suddenly, without warning, the wolves descend on the Elwyn village, destroying things. These are the destroying creepy dogs tables. from before. The creepy dogs from report. People okay. are crying. Oh, um, no. Specifically, Willow has two children, a boy and a girl. The girl is just its struck in fear. She doesn't know what she's doing. There are some soldiers in the Elwyn village, one of them being Vankar, Ooh, the nice. hero. They really the went all out fighter. of names. Yeah. <laughs> the best fighter yeah. in the Elwyn village. <laughs> oh, so he's he's one of their he's their fighter, not one of the yes. bad guys. He's a, he's like one of the Elwin soldiers. Okay, like there's a group of soldiers that are have spears and are like fighting off the dogs, gotcha. and doing a good job. And I think the the little daughter like almost gets killed, but like Willow saves saves her just in time. Okay, so everything is calm. The dogs are dead. What were the dogs there for? They're not sure. Willow has an i i, mm. I like this idea. So Carrot isn't at the festival, so he suddenly thinks, oh no. I left my wife alone. He, she, he rushes home. The white, she's not there. He's looking through, through everything in the house, screaming and screaming and crying. And suddenly just Kara is there. And she's oh. holding the baby. She's, and she's like, feeding it. Oh, she wasn't oh. even like in a cabinet hiding or something? Yeah, she was I just in like, the back room somewhere. <laughs> I was just in the toilet. What is yeah. the problem? So as soon as they showed fine. up, the dog showed up, she was like, I'm going to go take care of this baby. Well, she was just taking care of the baby in general. Yeah. Not because of that. Mm -hmm. but. And then... Um, Something's up. I think Willow has an idea that the baby is connected. He's going to take it to the uh, the apprentice, the the master wizard guy, who is from Masters of the Universe, that guy. The Skeletor? Very, the very famous little, little person with the... Um, he's probably in Peter the, Dinklage. I don't know. You keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> very offended. It's, it's my only... Mm. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I missed one part that's pretty important. Okay. The picking of the apprentice. Yes. Mm -hmm. The head wizard says, "In what finger does magic lie?" <gasps> and he holds up three fingers. There's three people there. 
The first person chooses a finger. It's the wrong one. Uh-huh. The second person chooses a finger. It's the wrong one. Willow picks the last remaining finger. It's the wrong one. Of course. No apprentice this year. Ooh. Uh-oh. The, the magic was inside you all along. So that, yeah, the... Moments later, well, I'll reveal that, that that was the case. <laughs> I knew it. That was high important to bring I'm, it up. I'm apprentice wizard now. See Wait, you guys. What, what did I'm you say? The magic was inside Willow the whole time. Willow the whole time. Okay. So Willow takes the baby to the head to figure out what's going on. All of a sudden, the crowd's tur- turning very angry. Like, whoever did this is going to be suffering. Willow's, like, sheepishly, like, going back outside. Mm. Like, oh, I don't want people to know that it was me who did the problem. And then the head wizard's like, Willow, what is that you're what holding? What you got there, buddy? Hey, buddy. And he shows the baby. Mm-hmm. And very, very soon, they figure out, just give the baby back. It's going to cause all this trouble. Yeah, just get rid village. of this thing. Just kill that baby. If no big deal. that's what they want, get, give it to them. No big deal. Burgle cause definitely... On that, fucking, oh, that he's trying to make that happen. Shit. <laughs> no one likes him. No, no one likes him. No, he's always eating those turkey legs. <laughs> yeah, they're out of turkey. He's a bad man. What's up with his laugh? Gosh, he's got this laugh. He's got. Have you heard this laugh? It's so deep. It might be your new laugh by the end of the, the time you watch this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to change yeah. that laugh into something else. So if you guys have a better laugh for me, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Before they do anything hasty, the head wizard needs to consult the bones. So he throws the bones. Like, like the show? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, or just like a bunch of bird bones in like a jar. Oh, okay. And he, him and Willow are standing there. He rolls the bones, whispering just no one else hears it. Him and Willow. Is that a catchphrase? He's playing dominoes. So, so <laughs> bone, like, it's like chicken bones. bones. Like there's yeah. like a, you know how yeah. you read tea leaves? Yep. Or, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're talking about jokes or you just legitimately didn't understand. <laughs> Throw the bones at it. Throw the bones is another, yeah, it's plain mm-hmm. dominoes. Yeah. The head wizard and Willow lean in. The wizard says, the bones tell me nothing. Oh. He, okay, he's like, no prince he this year. Mm-hmm. Bones tell me nothing. I don't believe he yeah. has magic. He does have magic. He is a liar. He's the head wizard. No, no, no. He's but, like an Oz-level charlatan. But then he whispers to Willow, do you have any love for this child? And Willow like looks at the baby, like contemplates himself, and he just nods yes. And then the um, the prince is like, the bones have spoken. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, this guy is a liar. Was <laughs> he talking about Willow's bones? Mm-hmm. He's just like, hmm, how can I make a sensible decision? It's <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll just get some input. Oh, magic! They're going to save the baby. Um, the goal is to bring it to the first daikini, the first human they meet Brad, on, on the road. Brad, you can't say that word. That's I their word. Think, oh, it's their yeah, word. it's their word, Brad. <laughs> they're taking it back. <laughs> so they're going to put a party together. They're going to give the baby back. Okay. Um, Cut is like, no, this is the wrong thing to yeah, do. Son of, of course. Be, don't do this. And then the wizard looks down and says, the bones say, you have to do it, Burglecut. <laughs> And this then, guy is not magic, <laughs> but I like his style. And then Burglecut turns to the camera and just yells out, Vonka! <laughs> what is that? Because he wants Vonka to go the with fighter, them. the fighter, the soldier. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. Oh, Try to keep up, Amy. I, 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 I set that joke up wrong. They, like, put a, be a bunch of parties together, and, like, Vonka's going with them. Like, Burglecut's, you can't take him. He's the best fighter. And then... Burlcut has to go, and he's like, no, I need that guy to go with me. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Of course. Fucking Burlcut. They're about to leave the village. This is where Willow says, or the wizard's like, which which finger 
would, would you would you should have chosen pull my finger? He says like I would have chosen my own finger. It's like that would have been the right answer. Oh uh, yeah, you have to choose yourself. The last thing the wizard does is give Willow two acorns. They say they have a lot of magic in them. A handful of acorns. Anything you throw these acorns at will turn to stone. Ooh, this guy's a dandy. This is a scam. This is a total scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's being scammed. He's like, he, no, this is it. This is like, oh, I'll get this dummy to take the baby out of here. They'll both be dead. Promise all for the town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? So what's it gonna cost me? Two acorns. No, tr- trust me. Those acorns are magic. Trust me. You, you that you won't yeah, get yeah, killed these, when you try to throw use them. It I, at promise. Something. I promise. I we'll promise. It will be fine. True story. They uh, don't know which direction to go. The wizard does another magic trick. A bird pops out of his hand. It starts flying away. He's like, follow the bird. It'll lead you the way. <laughs> I the don't bird. believe he's the magic. Bird's already gone. Suddenly the bird comes f- coming back. <laughs> Burgle cuts like, it's going back to the village. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Burgle cut. God damn it. And the wizard's like, ah, forget the bird. Just follow the river. Just do it. This wizard yeah. is so cheap. He's got uh, he's got fun wizardy gimmicky <laughs> things so going funny. on for him. That's you're so you're going to love this wizard I by the time it. the yeah. movie I'm in love with him already. <laughs> they go on their little journey. Um, Willow has a best friend, like Frodo had uh, Sam. Sam. He's got Migosh. Bagosh. Migosh. Migosh. Okay. Him and Willow, best buds, been best buds forever. He's got a cousin named Oshkosh. Mm-hmm. Oshkosh Migosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. They end up uh, traveling a little bit. It's scary. It's in the woods. They're like going on this long journey. Burgle cuts angry the whole time. Um, eventually, they get to... Uh, they make camp. They settle down. They have a night. They wake up, and they're, they realize Mad Mardigan was with the, in the camp, and it grabs Willow. Mad Ooh. Mardigan grabs him and like, threatens him. Like, give me some water, you peck. Okay, so peck is, peck is the bad word. Uh, this is the word you don't want to say. Mad Mardigan is Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. For all the okay. listeners, Raz just quoting the movie. I'm just quoting he's the movie. Not, he, he's yep. just saying it. Yeah. Just, I don't mean it. It's just over here, you part peck. of the contest. Whoa, hey. Whoa, you dude, can't say it. You can't not say about that. Movie. I was pretending like I was Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's I not okay. I was acting. Mm. And then he ends up like, not getting water to him. He's like, no, Rude. I'm not going to do it. And they want to leave the baby with... Val, Val Kilmer, but like, of course, Burgle Cut's pushing this idea. It's like, let's just, yeah, we, they said, like classic Burgle Cut. We, said, cut we were told to give the baby to the first guy we meet. This is him. What a Burgle Cut. But Willow and like doesn't trust him. Like, me gosh, is like, this guy's a bad man. Yeah. And Val He's Kilmer. like, peck you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> oh, come oh, on. Oof. To Burgle Cut. <laughs> you just got Burgle Cut. <laughs> Val Kilmer is like trying to make his case. Like, no, no, leave the baby with me. Let me out. I'll take care of it. I, I can take care of babies. It's no big deal. Take care of the baby. 
Why does he want that? He's stuck in a jail. He's like hanging from like a bird cage, oh, but oh. it's the si size of a human can fit in it. Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah. he's like, there's like Kinda skeletons, like and there's eventually just like yeah. him in one of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he must have done something bad. They don't know why, you know, he's put in the cage or mm -hmm. whatever. He's trying to make his claim that he's a good person. He's actually the best sword fighter that's ever lived. That's yeah, his, if that's he was so fight. good, how'd he end up in the chokey? Right. What, what did he do to deserve that? Mm -hmm. So he's making the case for him to get left with. Burlcut and the rest of the people are like, we're getting out of here. We did our job. Willow and Migosh, Willow's trying to stay behind. Like, no, I, we got to put this through. I don't trust this. Yeah. But they're like, we did our job. We're taking off. So the job was just to get rid of the baby? Just get rid yeah. of the baby. To the first person you see. Mm -hmm. Now you're thinking like a wizard. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, that's a bad plan. Give it to the Daikinis. It's one of their babies. They know what to do with it. You okay. know? Dump it off at their doorstep. We don't want to deal with it. Yeah, problem solved. Huh. We're the Elwins. Willow and him are kind of like hanging out. They're, they have like a little bit of a back and forth. They really don't trust each other, but you don't quite know about Val Kilmer. Like he's making some good points. But Willow's also like right to not trust him because okay. he just you know something about Mad Mardigan's rubbing Willow the wrong way. Yeah. Eventually, there's this army that comes through. They are just like he, Willow wakes up one day and there's just like horses everywhere and there's like armies of hundreds of people walking through, and Willow's trying to get their attention. They just say, "Out of the way, Peck!" Oh. And they kick Willow and they treat him real bad. And like Willow's like trying just. Talk to any of these people to get help and She's like, hey, get I'm someone his baby. Here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mad Mardigan recognizes one of the soldiers, someone he used to work with, named Eric. He's the sweet redheaded Viking dude. Ooh. He looks B.A. Eric the Red. But he's also kind of a jerk to Mad Mardigan. He's like, he's glad yeah. to see Mad Mardigan's misfortune. So when you run into your old co-workers, you're like, oh, mm. hey. Oh, hey. Oh, you still work here? And just like running into your old co-workers, Mad Mardigan wants a job. He's like, let yeah. me come with you. I, yeah. I, you know I'm the best sword fighter that's ever lived. I can help you win this war, Eric. And Eric just like laughs it off. He's like, he's, he's like, just, nah, dog. yeah, he's nothing. He's awful. Sir, we found one of your babies in our village. Will you please take care of her? Going into battle, little ones. Find a woman to take care of her. You thought you were a woman, Eric? Well... <laughs> Mad Mardigan! What'd you do this time? Nothing you wouldn't have done in my place. I always knew you'd end up in a crow's cage. Well, at least I'm not down there herding sheep. What are you doing this far north? The Nocturne Army destroyed Galadorn. The castle? That more of his troops are crushing everything inside. Well, come on, let me out of here, Eric. Give me a sword. I'll win this war for you. Mad Mardigan. I still serve Galadorn. You serve no one. Remember? Sit in your coffin and rot. I think Amigash ends up letting Mad Mardigan out of the cage somehow. Hmm. Maybe Willow. Somehow Mad Mardigan escapes and Willow agrees to finally, like, hear him out and just give him the baby and move on. I'm he's sorry, kind of, who's Migosh? Migosh is Willow's best friend. Yeah. Oh, right. Who stayed he's with the him. Sam. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the, the Sam. Sam. And they're Man, just, I'm so bad at keeping track of character names. Um, it's, I've seen this movie like a hundred times. These names <laughs> are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll come up in bar trivia one day. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I remember everything that Brad said. Mm -hmm. Web Brown is going to be Willow. <laughs> The, they end up giving the baby. They end up going back. They think everything's fine. The story's over. Migosh is saying how him and Willow are the heroes. They're going to get back to the village. Everyone's going to say, oh, they did a great job. Such a good job, them. 
Suddenly. I bet that village is going to be wrecked when they get back. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. No, it's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, but come screaming through the forest. Might be mixing this up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it. Trust my gut. Yeah. There is an eagle being flown by two brownies. The brownies are like the littlest of little people. Oh, like man. they're Even like smaller than the, they're yeah. littler than, than the willows. willows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's brownies. the what's the um people like live in like walls and like a house like oh, oh like the thumbelinas. The thumbelinas. Uh, uh, what's that specific uh, one? The G. Uh, does it, no, does it bo- borrowers. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like the little borrowers, the, the, the little yeah. people. Okay. <laughs> What, they're wearing like like squirrel out, they're wearing like squirrel <laughs> yeah. outfits and they kind of kind of look like um like savages of the the forest or whatever okay. they killed like bunnies or whatever and oh rude mm-hmm. how why you gotta be so rude yeah mm, I don't know mm-hmm. uh, the f- one of them is Kevin Pollock. Oh, he still acts. <laughs> in the 80s? You can't say that about an old movie. That's true, that's true, that's true. But he doesn't act now. I don't know the other guy, but they're basically the comic relief of the film. All right. I, I miss Kevin Pollock in movies. You said that before. Maybe I, maybe in personal life. I forget. Probably. I miss I Jackson I Pollock in movies. Oh, boy. Oh, I yeah. some bad. Oh, he made that one with he Ed Harris. He made the one with Ed Harris, yeah. <laughs> that one's pretty good. He's like, I'm an artist! <laughs> That's that's the most accurate description. Marisha Gayharden's like, I get it. (laughs) It's the same voice for both (laughs) of them. Screaming through the forest, (laughs) I stole the baby. Oh, jeez. I stole the baby. (laughs) He's like the the eagle carrying it? Yeah, so the brownies somehow, like Mad Martin was just neglected that that. So the brownies were controlling an eagle to steal the baby? Well, they fly around in like birds and things. It's like how they get around town. Like, Mad Mardigan had that baby for, like, yeah. ten minutes. There's a moment where, like, like Willow's, like, really trusting Mad Mardigan, gives him the baby, and it's just, like, yeah, it just was the wrong choice. That baby for ten minutes already lost it. Already lost that baby. Jesus. Mad Mardigan's was not worth his word. Nope. Wow. Nope. He we learned our lesson. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The brownies um, somehow end up like capturing Willow. They do that thing where they like in oh, yeah, army, ar- army of Darkness, where they like put a, put like ropes around them. Like they like try to catch him overnight. Uh, oh, he's like laying on the ground, the forest like floor, and they put a net over him. Oh, okay. like Gulliver's I mean, Travel style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Gulliver's Travel. Hmm, yeah. I gotcha. Willow ends up like breaking out. That's another one with with Lilliputians. little people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the brownies are like him and Willow. And the brownies have a big fight, and then suddenly this beautiful. Enchantress of the forest. I forget her name. She's a babe. Glenda or something. She is a babe. Glenda the good witch. She's she's this she's this (laughs) she's this magical princess of the witch who just knows everything. Knows how special Laura Dannon is, and uh, just like he she puts a quest on Willow. You have to go find Finn Rizel. I'm saying another name. Okay, Finn Rizel is the greatest. Sorcerer that's ever lived. <laughs> we have the greatest swordsman. We have a, now we have the greatest, greatest sorcerer and a great sorcerer. wizard and a great the grand wizard. Yeah. Grand wizard. This, this everything's great. Everything's the best. Yeah, yeah, what you can. So Willow is tasked to go find Finn Rizel. That's all. That's all he knows. Okay. Give the baby to Finn Rizel. Everything will be fine. Does she at least give him like a direction, or is she? Just, yeah, there's like this island like he has left. to go to. <laughs> to, <laughs> to the left. To the left. <laughs> Quick left, right here, please. All right, bye. So the brownies go, I, can't, I can say that word, mm. go with Willow to go find Finn Rizel. It's just on this like desolate island. Uh-huh. It's like Willow just like rows out there in a boat and there's just like nothing going on. It's like Finn, she just, he's just screaming out for Finn Rizel. It's like nothing's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and all of a sudden I think there's this like either like a bird or like a chipmunk or some sort of creature. 
starts to talk to Willow. Hello! And like Willow's like, I'm supposed to come to this island and meet Finn Rizal. I don't know what's going on in the animals. It's like, I'm Finn Rizal. Oh, Yoda's him. (laughs) That's where Lucas got it. Oh, man. It's like, you're... No, I'm supposed to find, like, this magic sorceress. Yeah! like, that's me! That's straight up Yoda! Oh, Lucas, you... <laughs> now, is it actually... Is that himself. actually him, or is, is he just, like, in a body? It's a, it's a lady. Him. It's a girl. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it is. It is her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Come to find the great sorceress, Finn Rizel. That's me, I'm Rizel. This can't be right. One of their water spells transformed me. Believe me, it could have been worse. Well, this wand is for you. It's from Sherlindria. Then the prophecy is true. The princess has been born. I think Bad Mortar or somebody like put a curse on her and changed changed her into into the creature that he she is. I think maybe like a ferret. I'm gonna go say she's a ferret. All right, she's some sort of weird creature, some kind of weaselly looking thing. Mm-hmm. They have to. Uh, she wants to like for him to change him back. I can teach you how to like make me different, like turn me back to how I used to be. Mm. Willow doesn't believe like really what's going on. He's so skeptical. He's very skeptical. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. After Man Mardigan didn't pan out. Can you blame them? Apparently, they they also now they're gonna go to like this fortress that's supposed to be like the most guarded place. Like if we take the baby here, now we're gonna be fine. It's always like here saying like we gotta take the baby here, we'll be okay. Take the baby here, we'll be fine. It's like actual quests in Skyrim. It's There's lo- always one more step. One more step of the quest for they Willow. Migosh is gone at this baby. point, by the way. Just keep the baby. Should have just killed that. Maybe baby. just should have kept should've the just baby. Just killed it. Glenda, the beautiful lady, gives Willow maybe like a wand, like Finn Rizal's wand. Oh, okay. And it's like this. So he tries to turn her back, and it ends up just it's not working. He's like turned into a bird. Or Never something use else. magic if you don't know it's, what you're doing. He just screws. He <laughs> like screws. Dangerous. He tries to turn Finn Rizal back into human form like a bunch of times and just biffs it every time. He turns does. her into like a a, a grundlefly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they go to this place. They're in some sort of. Like market, like big village area, they're they're lost. They're looking for help. They bump into Mad Mardigan, that guy, dressed up as a woman. Ooh. Oh, because he's having an affair with some lady that he met at this tavern. Classic, and, classic Mardigan. And the only way he can get her is by dressing up no, like a woman. Well, like the husband's coming home I and he's like, it. "Quick, dress up, put this on, pretend you pretend to be my sister." And the guy's name is uh, Lug. Lug Day. It's Lug Day. Lug's like, I never realized you had a sister. <laughs> yeah. And like Lug like even like kind of like flirts with Mad Mardigan, you know, as you would in that oh, bro, you're married. Sort of scenario. Come on, dog. Right, right, right. <laughs> Mad Mardigan's like slapping him away like, ooh, do behave. <laughs> this whole situation gets out of hand. The brownies end up falling in like this tankard of ale. They oh, get like super wasted. drunk yep. like because they're just so little. <laughs> they're like, like, like Kevin Pollock is like swimming around and he pulls up and like jumps, jumps right back in. I'm just having a great time. Oh man, having a great time. Kevin um, they end up having to make this grand escape. They're getting chased by like police officers. Something's happening. There's this carriage ride. Mad Mardigan, Willow, Finn Rizal, the the brownies are in, like in this carriage, and there's like a hay barrel in the background, and they're just careening off into the woods. This part reminds me of Solo, the opening of the Solo. Okay, movie. yeah. yeah. 
and they're being chased by another group of people. Like Mad Bargain is like jumping all around the carriage, jumping on other people's carriages, fighting people, putting people off. Willow's almost falling off. The baby's almost falling off. The brownies are barely carrying on. It's a very oh fun gosh, ac- action yeah. scene. Typical George Lucas thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they end up getting away. Everything's fine. Mad Mardigan ends up wanting to help everything that's going on. Okay. Um, he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this thing. If we get to this castle, we'll be protected. They end up getting to the castle. They look around. There's supposed to be a giant army at this castle that'll, that'll help protect Dan and, and win the war. It's empty. Yeah, no one's there. Nobody is freaking there. Oh, Not man. a single person. Except We're all on vacation. Mad Mardigan's going through this brilliant monologue about how it was a waste of time. There's no one here. There's nothing here except, and he steps in a big pile of poop. Oh, except a big pile of poop. Classic Mardigan. And he just says, "Trolls." Why did I listen to you, Peck? Everything will be all right once we get to Tira's Lean. The only army around here is the one that's about to ride across this valley and wipe us out. But Cherylindria said we'd be safe here. Safe? Look at these people. This place is cursed, Peck. It's falling apart. Open your eyes. And the... <laughs> trolls. I hate trolls. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's not what you want. That's not good. Mm-hmm. I think of that uh, Looney Tunes character that's always roaming around the castle, that giant red fuzzy guy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> that that happening. happens a little bit here. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. They know the army's coming. It's their last stand. They're against the wall. The bad um, army? The, the bad Morda's army's coming okay. for Lord Dannon. They know that they're here. There was supposed to be an army. There isn't. Um, Willow tries to turn Finn Rizal back into like the sorceress so they can help her. He ends up just turning into a goat. <laughs> She's Uh-oh. just, she's just this like, she's the he's, greatest of all time. He keeps on trying to like the cast the spell, and he gets distracted and screws up, and she just like ends up turning into a different animal. He needs to be more. If he wants to be an apprentice yeah. wizard, he needs to be more responsible with his magic. There's something weird that happens too. Maybe just something that's like in the background. But every time he tries to cast magic, he ends up getting hurt. Like that, like it physically takes a toll on his body to like hmm. try to use magic. Okay, it's never like ex- explicitly said like that's. Something that happens in this world, but like it happens to Willow. Maybe you just see it. he's just not used to the magic. Yeah, it's not in his body to to do anything. But he picked his own finger. Mm-hmm. He's not trained well enough to so, handle it. So all hope is lost. Things are going bad. Mad Mardigan's looking around the castle. He ends up finding like this sweet armory, just like full of like weapons and they ever find these armor. Trolls? So in the background, there's these like these trolls are just shitting on the floor. There's trolls like <laughs> skittering around the castle, like no one quite notices but oh. the audience, and you kind of just see them like moving around doing stuff. Are okay. these huge trolls? They're like um, they're like human sized. Okay. They almost look. They're just like hairy, hairy trolls. Um, what are they? The Harry Styles? They're like okay. a, like a, like a, like a Bigfoot, like a little bit of a yeah, Bigfoot okay. style, but not not as large. Like a Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just like furry little evil monsters, uh-huh. like a like a gremlin, like an adult gremlin. Okay. After a tr- after like, a, like well, a, a adult mogwai, adult mogwai, mogwai, okay. life size okay. mogwai. I get that. So Mad Mardigan sees all this stuff, and then suddenly like. He's on board. He's getting things together. He's setting traps, Home Alone style, in the castle. Putting catapults up certain ways. Putting up 
arrow launchers in different places. Like putting all these like setup traps is like if I'm going down, I'm going down so they're swinging. Just, they're just bracing they're, yeah. for an army to yes. come yep. get this baby. To come get the baby, break the walls down, and for them to get mm -hmm. killed. Okay. But he's like, this is their possible last stand. Yeah, it's their piece piece de resistance. Is that is that the right thing? It's their last stand. You had yeah. it right. I shouldn't have corrected you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mad Martin's got this sweet helmet on. He's got some sweet armor that he found. He, like he's like saying to Willow, um, they're gonna go hold up in this turret, and he's like, I'll do what I can to take care of it. Badmore's army ends up coming down. I think maybe Mad Mardigan has like some hot oil and stuff like set up. It's like you know how ca how great castles were yeah. when you were a kid and like oh, the yeah. idea of a castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you you get it in this scene. Yeah. You see all the aspects of it inside and out. Nice. They built this whole set. It's Amazing. Uh, just a side. Go side, for it. A sidebar. This is a big moment, so I'm, I'm letting it. I, I I've um, read a little bit about like castles when they're being built, like way back in the Middle Ages and stuff. Um, when like a village would build this castle and work on it, other like villages wouldn't attack it until the thing was built, and then they were just like, well, once it's built, we're just trying to storm it and take it for ourselves, so we don't have to actually like build do the work. And yeah. This would happen like often. <laughs> Makes sense. It's probably yeah. a lot like, of work to build a castle. It's a liability building a castle. <laughs> Sounds right <laughs> to me, yeah. gonna try and take it over. The Bad Border's army breaks it down. Sorsha's there. The evil general guy's there. Okay. Mad Mardigan ends up, like, he's one-on-one, -on -one, like, fight, like, fighting everybody. Willow, like, sees it for the first time. Mad Mardigan is kicking ass. Ooh. He is just killing people after killing people. Willow's just like, you are the greatest swordsman who ever lived. Oh. And Mad Mardigan just looks back and like gives him a smile and ends up like falling over and like slipping. Like, oh, way to go, Willow. It's like a just Jack Burton him. situation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Big trouble little China. Mad Mardigan's going all over the castle, luring the army in. They're falling into every single trap Mad Mardigan has to him. All while this is happening, Sorsha, beautiful Sorsha, Takes off her helmet. He can't. She can't help but be admired at how amazing Mad Mardigan is and how much ass he is kicking. Ooh, she's getting yeah, how much she's, ass he mm, has. a little warm. She's getting a she's little like, getting going. Ooh, oh, maybe, maybe. Ooh, but that guy though. Um, Willow ends up like having like this battle with a troll but isn't she on the a bridge goat now. No, that's, that's Finn Rizal. That's Finn Rizal, oh, yeah. Okay. Finn Rizal is the uh, the best sorceress in the world. We'll draw you a diagram. Yeah, of yeah please yeah. do. I think Willow tries to transform her again, and it doesn't. It doesn't work out. He needs. To, yeah, he's already. He's done with that. And he yeah. can't do it. Um, he, he ends up fighting a troll on a bridge. Like that's his thing. Is like he's fighting the trolls. Mad Mardigan's fighting the army. Um, there's a moment that's wonderful where a troll just like screams at Mad Mardigan, and Mad Mardigan just screams back at the troll in the same way. <laughs> and the troll run away. <laughs> kind of. They just fight a little bit. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> but it's great. It's classic. Now, is this battle, is this kind of like an epic battle, yeah. or does it look like... It looks awesome. Yeah. And you're like... you, you Kind of like a Lord of the Rings type battle. And you've been keeping track of the castle. Like, you see a lot of exteriors, you see interiors. You kind of know what's going in and out of the does castle. Does like a real castle, or is like mm -hmm. a set? It's a, that, it's a castle. It looks yeah. good. It's like yeah. a... There's like a big field in the middle of it, and there's turrets. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a bridge with like a, like a lake over it in the middle of it, which I'm about to get to. Because as Willow's fighting one of the trolls, he uses magic and like zaps it. And it turns into this like weird pustule goopy awfulness, Ooh. and like a like a little tiny head pops out of this goop, and Willow just like kicks it into the lake. He's like, I don't know what I don't know what I did. Something created, happened. He created life. <laughs> Something screwed up in my magic. Oh my uh -oh. gosh! I was trying to transform it, and I just I screwed up. Wow! It falls into the water. The water starts bubbling. A few shots later, 
Mad Mardigan's doing the best he can, keeping everything off. All of a sudden, the army, like, takes a step back from Mad Mardigan. They're like, oh, oh geez. Like, Mad Mardigan's like, yeah, you should be afraid of me. Unbeknownst to Mad Mardigan, a giant hydra, oh, stop-motion hydra, comes bubbling out of the oh, lake. Nice. And just starts, like, and then Mad Mardigan suddenly, like, even, like, joins the side of the army. He's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, someone's looking around, it's like, Mad Mark is like, oh, shoot, <laughs> like goes back to That's the other good. side. This evil thing just like is like biting people, eating people. It's like a big dragon. Does it, so, so dealing it doesn't with this matter thing, who it's eating. Doesn't matter. It's eating trolls. It's eating whoever. Just grabbing people it, out of the air. Mad Mardigans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Mad Mardigan, if it's going to eat something, it's, might as well go for those trolls. Yeah. Because it's only going to get a snack with all the other... Uh, the little peoples? Yeah. Packs. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a pack of pickled peppers. Oh, no. Uh, so this this thing ends up like kind of turning the tide, and they end up winning the battle. Somehow they kill it. I think Mad Mardigan gets on it, because why why not? Starship Troopers style. Puts his sword through like the Ooh, head yeah. of it. It like, go, like, goes to the head to the mouth. But it's Looks a hydra. Really cool. It's going to grow on their head. And it's not an exact hydra. Oh, okay. It's just like kind of hydra. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I think I think I only have to kill like, one, one of the heads. Works? Yeah, <laughs> is that how a fictional character works in real life? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's what science has told us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they end up just leaving um, because the evil general guy breaks open the door, steals the baby. No, they got what they came for. Let's get out of here. Way to go, Willow. That's not good. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Will Willow is just defeated. Like the armies leave. Mad Mardigan is just. I mean, he's exhausted yeah willow's just crying his eyes out gets on his knees and just says like they took her like i failed and mad mardigan just like looks at willow and the first time they connect is like we'll get her back and laura's gone they've taken up too many of them willow can you ride Willow 2. We'll get her back. <laughs> Willow 2. Willow 2. We're just waiting for the third act. Yeah. The army is like set up across the whole, another area. They have an encampment. They're going to sneak in and get that baby. Yeah. The brownies have something called powder dust or broken heart or something, a powder broken heart. Well, and, I have a who- lonely heart. and whoever gets hit with it, the next person they see they'll fall in love with Ooh, mad mardigan and the brownies girl scout cookie Mm, yeah and they didn't give this to like mad mardigan and willow to like have them they they could have shipped them a long time ago bing bong and ship them no (laughs) him and the brownies are like having a big fight they're trying to figure out the best way to get into this tent and steal the baby back the brownie just like goes up and hits mad mardigan flush in the face with the the dust of broken heart oh i know he's gonna see and mad mardigan's like sneaking in He's about to get the baby. He's going to see. And then suddenly, like, he sees Sh- Sorsha. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Lay- laying in the bed in the tent. And, he- and everyone's like, Mad Mardigan, what are you doing? Go get the baby. And Mad Mardigan's, like, shaking it off and, like, going back to the baby. And then, like, his gaze just keeps going back. Uh-oh. Back to Sorsha. Oh, baby. Like, Mad Mardigan just screwing up the whole plan. Yep. They-, they had it. They were going to get in and out. He eventually gets so close to Sorsha. Sorsha wakes up and has that dagger up against his chest. He's like, what are you doing? And like Mad Mardigan is just like confessing his love. He's like, you're the most beautiful creature I've ever seen. I love you, Sorsha. My mind is, I'm lost without you. And she's like, stop saying that. She's like, the the knife is right against Mad Mardigan's chest. And he's like, 
go ahead and put it through my chest because living without you, death d- death would be better. <laughs> like, something like that. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic part again. You, my sun, my moon, my starlit sky, without you, dwell in darkness. I love you. What are you doing here? Your power has enchanted me. I stand helpless against it. Come to me now. Tonight, let me worship you in my arms. Get away from me! I love you. Stop saying that! How can I stop the beating of my heart? It pounds like never before. Out of fear. Out of love. I can stop it. I'll kill you. Death next to love is a trivial thing. Your touch is worth a hundred thousand deaths. And she does it. And then uh, movie, no, so movie they ends. they spooch. They do have Aww. a kiss. Yeah. He just goes in for it, does it. Get some. By this time, the the general or whatever is like there are people around there like on like what's going on in here. Mad Mark ends up like kicking like the main pole of the tent down, um, running away with the baby. Everyone's escaping. Gets get out of here. He's yeah. fighting some of them off, but like basically they're just stuck in the tent. Yeah. And they can't get out. They uh, hop on a shield. This is a cool scene. And they, and they sled <laughs> down a shine. hill. Oh, they Lord of the Rings They it. Lord of the yeah. Rings. They <laughs> Legolas down that hill. <laughs> I love it. They, 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 get, they try to get away from the army. Somehow during the hubbub, like, Mad Mardigan ends up falling off the shield. And, like, he just roll, starts rolling down. <laughs> Does he solve the baby? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. It ends like there's this little wooden cabin at the bottom of the hill. Mad Mardigan, the baby, everyone's everyone's fine. Suddenly they look back and they just see like a snowball like kind of coming down with like feet sticking out of it. And Man Martigan just like crashes into the side of the house. Nice. I love it. (laughs) What a cartoon moment. That's so great. It's really fun. (laughs) Inside the house, Eric and a couple of other like soldiers are there. Like their army has been destroyed. Um, like Mad Mardigan like explains like what's going on. Like Eric sort of doesn't believe him, but also has a plan. And it's like, but I, he certainly gets on board. It's like their plan is to gather whatever resources they have left and go to Bad Morta and just like go kill her. Like we gotta go take care of this head on. Apply hmm. directly to head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> It's my episode. Yeah, I can that do what was, I okay. want with it. I, I am fully supportive of that joke, Brad. Any head-on joke is fine by me. <laughs> 45 minutes, I can't make a head-on joke. What kind of world do we live in if we can't head-on joke? You said directly to head. Put it on your head. Apply directly to head. That's not even what they say in the commercial. Sure it is. The commercial that's already like 12 years old. You don't say it the way I want to say it. That's true. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Available at Walgreens. They end up all gathering outside Bad Morta's castle. They they finally assembled a huge army. They finally, this third, like, everyone is coming together. We're going to do one last big stand. We're going to take her down. You go ahead. What was your question? <laughs> it's, it's a part of the sidebar. <laughs> oh, for that on? What does head on do? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, let's skip it. Let's skip it. It's, like a pain, it's probably like a pain relief. It's, it's supposed headaches? to be pain relief. Pain relief. Okay, I don't think it's I could use some right now. I'm in a lot of pain yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. They're intense. They're all outside the army. Um, Bad Morta comes out. 
it just laughs Ooh. at the size of their army. It's a cackle heard miles away. Oh, She's just in the turret just God. screaming like, this is your army? You're all pigs. <gasps> Ooh, can't say that. Dang. And then suddenly, like, some of the soldiers of like, their stomachs turn and they fall over. And Bad Mortar's like, you're all pigs. And suddenly the entire army starts revolting and just going on their knees oh, and their, their faces start to change like a werewolf into a pig. Uh, I was All... expecting that pig from the very beginning with that Willow <laughs> pulled the magic with to just start scurrying out from somewhere and no. it's like, wow, she's magic. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different, it's a different <laughs> thing. It's a little bit of spirit mm-hmm. in the way. Mad Mardigan starts turning to a pig. At this point, like, Sorsha is like with them. Like, she's like switched sides. It's like, mother, I've, uh, you, you have to give up this fight. Check out like, this hot dude. I'm on their I'm side I'm now. I'm on those hot guys. Sign. Uh, yeah. I think they I meet up at cabin somewhere. But she ends up just joining them. Um, so, uh, Willow was inside with in a tent with Finn, Finn Rizel. Like It's like, Will, Willow, you have to do it right now. Turn me back into human form. Yeah. And Willow with his last, you no know, he's turning to a pig. Things are going on and he finally does it. Yeah. In yeah. Finn Rizel. A beautiful older woman, wrapped in a cloth, takes her wand from Willow, says out what a great job she's done, and starts casting a spell to protect her and Willow from Bad Morta's evil magic. Mm. Um, so, like, they have to, so they're, they're all good. They think the army's dead. Willow, Willow and Finn Rizal have to turn the entire army back into humans. So Willow's like, bring them in one at a time. But let's, <laughs> let's let Finn Rizal can, line, people. Can, 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 can turn them back into people. Uh-huh. What's great is there's two, they're the little brownies. They could turn into little pigs. <laughs> there's, there's two little, cute little, 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 little teacup baby pigs. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Arr. <laughs> to come in like squeak, squeaky. Mm-hmm. Squeaky, squeak, squeak. The army turns back. Um, Finn Rizal goes out there, challenges, like, Bad Morta, um... To a, to a witch fight? Not a witch fight, um, but, yeah, essentially a witch fight. They're gonna go in, they're gonna kill Bad Morta, the army's gonna, like, fight in the castle, now is the time, the baby is being killed, they're gonna kill the baby tonight if they don't act now. Another castle fight ensues. Mm-hmm. Another kick-ass fight scene. Okay. Mad Mardigan and the general guy... Ooh. Who's who's had that Minotaur mask on yeah. the whole movie and stole the baby's just been an old jerk. I mean, he's gonna cut that helmet off and it's gonna be Man Mardigan's twin brother. They, they fat do fat fart again. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> fart again. See, it's just better if you make jokes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they have a sweet fight and Man Mardigan's like breaking his helmet and like looks super sweet. You finally see his like face for the first time. It's like this old general guy. He's got a sweet beard. He's about to like kill Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan has a knife in his boot, a la Kurt Russell in Big Trouble Little China. Ooh, and yeah. ends up like he's about to fall on him and then he goes right into the boot instead, and that's how he kills that guy. Nice. nice. Oh, with the the shoe boot. Shoe boot. Shoe boot. The shoe boot. Shoe boot. Sherbert? Willow. The, the, the boot knife. Let's that's get some ice cream, knife. guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right now, stop the podcast and go. Yeah. Uh, Good. I want, to, I want the ending to be a surprise. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spoil the end. Do right. it. Do it. Here's the end it's of fine. the adventure. Finn Rizal and Willow get up to this evil tower. 
there's um basically it'd be like Frankenstein where there's like a hole in the ceiling and oh, like yeah. the baby is gonna get like electrocuted and just Ooh. killed. Like this like it like, doesn't they don't know that's not how it works the reverse when they're dead the lightning brings them <laughs> back to life like what which happens in a moment <laughs> because there's there are these like weird tables like metal tables around the room mm-hmm. and f- for some reason I think Willow is casting someone's casting magic one of those gets hit and it starts fighting Willow <laughs> like there's this metal table like that's, that's like so clamoring great. over attacking Willow and like oh, trying to fight him. What? Willow ends up like just like hitting it, it's like turning it over with like a rake or something <laughs> to, to get rid of it. Gotcha. It's a really funny scene. That sounds. Fin and Bad Mort are, are wizard dueling, having some sweet fights. There's you're not gonna like this moment, but like Finn Rizal starts making some weird noises. She goes like, <laughs> like, like very odd, odd wizardy fight noises. Okay. You're not gonna like it. I already okay. know. Because you don't like it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm excited about that moment. <laughs> That's the only moment you're excited for. <laughs> So Finn Rizal is she's losing the battle. Bad Morta's losing the battle. Willow has grabbed the baby off the altar. Bad Morta's got like her mascaras running. She looks evil AF. Oh, she's got scars on her face, and she just yells at Willow, "Put the baby on the altar, you peck!" Dang it, Morta! Come on. I forgot to mention two important things, but they're they're associated now. The acorns that Willow received from the beginning of the movie that the wizard gave them that turns whatever you throw it into stone. Mm-hmm. One was used on a troll during the castle fight. Oh, okay. yes, yes. So the other one was used on the Hydra, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, okay. And they, that's how they killed the Hydra. Yeah, that makes sense. The third and last acorn Willow has in his hands right now, and he whips it at Bad Morta, and Bad Morta just catches it with her hand. What? You can't... That's not how it works. Morta, get out of here. Bad Morta is like... like doesn't know what's going on. Suddenly, her hand starts to turn oh, to stone, good. and it's like going down as down all over her body. Willow's like, "I did it! This is the thing I wanted." And then suddenly, like Bad Morta starts using magic, and the stone reverses oh, into oh, human, shit. and she just like shakes the acorn out of her hand. It's like you're pathetic. She's like, come on, son, come at me with yeah. that weak shit. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, the king, you best not yeah. miss. Son. This was this was the one thing Willow had. This is the one trick Willow had up on up his sleeve, and he, it didn't work. Uh, backfired. Yeah. Wow. So Willow has a Laura Dannon behind, behind a. Ta- <laughs> I thought you were saying like like a singular like, like, like oh, I have like holding it one Laura Dannon. There's a one Laura Dannon. A Laura Dannon. And um, Willow starts making this bold claim. That that he's the greatest wizard that's ever lived, Ooh. and I have magic that's more powerful than yours, more powerful than Finn Rizel's. And Bad Mortar's just like laughing it up, like he's this to, little guy. Mm-hmm. Willow looks down at at Alora Dannon and just says, "Goodbye, my darling." <gasps> he says, "I'm gonna send her to a place where you can never touch her, another dimension." And then he kills the baby, and then he just. He like shakes the thing and the baby disappears. Oh, <laughs> like yes! in the beginning. That's, That's a callback. That's good. Suddenly, like Bad Morta, like is overcome. She's like, "What just happened? Like, I, it's my one goal to find this baby and kill it, and I'll never be able to touch it again." She ends up just like freaking out and like getting hurt, and she ends up like falling on the altar herself, and she gets sh- shocked by the electricity. Oh, got him. Oh. And she ends she ends up dying. Cooks her. 
Finn Finn Rizal gets up from her from her stupor and is like, Willow the baby. And Willow's just like, she's fine. And she pulls up <laughs> on, under the little just table. Just some close-up magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she says. Like, yeah. just a little bit of close-up magic. And like, <laughs> everything. Sleight of hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. So everything starts looking great. We do. There's a lot of wipes in this movie. Because right. it's so oh, it's, Lucas, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the end of Star Wars. Everyone's, like, pristine. They have nice, clean uniforms. Sorsha's looking like a babe in, like, a white dress. Mad Mardigan's looking good. Finn Rizal's in white. The journey's over. Everything's great. Um, Willow ends up going home. There's like a huge party. Things are going on. Finally, Kara's back. Burgle cut. That fucking burgle cut. Is this cut. just being like this that jerk? Son of a bitch. But there's a bird overhead that, or Willow like throw, throws a, a rock and it turns into a bird, and the bird poops on Burgle cut. <laughs> he gets his just desserts. No one's gonna vote that guy in poop. for apprentice magician if he's got bird poop on his yeah. head. Yeah. It's still there. And everything's great. They play the same song from the beginning. Yeah. It's a fun village time. Good. And apparently there's two other films and like the like Alora Dan and I guess becomes like a princess and they have to do more fighting. And I stuff was confused like that, when but... you said that like she's it's a baby the whole time. I was like, What? I thought it'd be like a flash forward and now yeah. I've raised the baby into this adult. Right. Nope. Andy Moldenhauer's leaving. He's sneaking out of here. He's, he's gotta, gotta pee, he's I, gotta think. Poop it up. I think. I think he's gotta, gotta poop pee real bad. We're gonna end the podcast. I uh, hope you guys watch Willow and enjoy it as much as I did. I'm going to watch it definitely for sure. I, I pray mean, to God it holds up. It's a wonderfully made film. I can't wait to watch this movie. I genuinely knew nothing about it, and it did not sound interesting because all I knew was it was a movie called Willow, and that's mm-hmm. it. And I was like, well, why? It could have been another Star Wars trilogy in, yeah. in like a fantasy universe. This sounds great. Instead of a sci-fi universe. You've I feel sold like that... me. You've you definitely <laughs> sold me on this film. There's like moments like Ron Howard's like first, like one of his big directing gigs under the tutelage of George Lucas. I'm sure Spielberg probably helped or had some input. Spielberg. Spielberg. And um, for whatever reason, like it just didn't appeal to audiences. It was mm. just too. It was just too, it was ahead, too, of yeah, too ahead of its time. I don't know. Like Lord Lord of the Rings, like books were a thing. Like that yep. was still a thing. Those movies hadn't got come out with. Um, there had been a Labyrinth lot of come out yet. Labyrinth, I think, had come out yet. Yeah. There had been a lot of attempts at like a fantasy adventure movie and Excalibur yep. and Lady Hawk and. Uh, what's the What's the Sean Connery one? Uh, Dragonheart? No, no. <laughs> First night with the really weird name. Zardoz? Zardoz. <laughs> and it's just uh, a little too much too soon, but when I saw this movie, I was like, this is a great movie. This is what a movie could be? This movie sounds awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's a, I mean, I feel like it's as good as episode one, but for whatever reason, like, nobody bit. It I don't just know never took oh, off. Do you mean episode four? Episode four, yeah. Okay, because if you're saying it's Star as Wars. good as episode one, suddenly Epis- I'm like, maybe I'll go home. You hear they're going to get rid of those episodes, I think. They're going to stop yeah? calling them that, yeah. Okay. And it's just going to be called A New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. They're just going to be the secondary title now. Okay. The, the episodes are, apparently they're rewriting it, like uh, First Blood. <laughs> yeah. Rewrote Rambo, you know. Yep, that makes sense. You know, say so Andy, what do you think yeah, about Willow? I mean, what do you uh, think about Willow? Um, what are your thoughts now that you've heard the story? <laughs> There's you... a lot of characters. Yeah, sounds like Lord of the Rings. It sounds a lot, a lot like one Lord of them is called Willow, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember which one that is. You're gonna see Burglecut and be like, that guy. I know it's Burglecut. <laughs> You're gonna see those brownies and be like, those guys are great. He's got that Burgle haircut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna see a Laura Dan and smiling in her little little. You know, face. It's like a close-up of a baby like ten little times in this movie. He's a cute little baby. Little red hair curl sticking out. What's the baby's name? Laura Dana. Oh. Alora Dana. 
Okay. Now, so uh, we had like a, a babe count of like three? I mean, if you count the old lady. Are you counting the baby? Yeah. Sorsha's probably like the only baby. babe. Kara, Sorsha, and the old lady, and then the mysterious woman in the woods. The Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all right. I guess there'll be a part two. This is a very long part one. We'll see how long the part two goes. Maybe it'll be really long. And it'll, this will yeah, just be the theme that's of the. What you get. Yeah, you don't even have to see this movie that's if you what don't you're want to. For I it. described it well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're fine. I get it. But you should see it. It's I kind still of hard to see it. Though. It's actually kind of a difficult movie to find on like DVD and streaming. Hmm. You have to get it on Laserdisc. For whatever reason, it was like one of the very last movies to like ever come to DVD. Hmm. I remember like not being able to get it until like 2004 or five when they released like a. 25th anniversary edition. They bought like six copies all at once. It's a mm -hmm. crafty yeah. consumer. It was hard to find it on VHS too. I think that this movie just suffered from like bad marketing. Yeah? That's like its I know main the poster, big thing. Because it's got like um, a couple different posters. They're very Star Wars like inspired. Star so is this Wars. written by Lucas too? Yeah. Okay. The book and the, the movie was written by George Lucas. Hmm. It's his story. I mean, it's probably for the best that well, someone else cool. directed. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. He's probably busy making this, the other Star Wars movie or doing other stuff. Oh, yeah. was, did he direct anything he, between no. in the eighties that wasn't a Star Wars movie? No, he. I don't think he so. literally directed Star Wars, hmm. uh, the THX movie. He's more of a writer, you know. That, that was his thing. Yeah, his Phantom strength Menace. is uh, writing yeah, and storytelling, writing and then letting other people sort of like clean it up. That was the missteps. Maybe he was just too too much under too much pressure in the nineties. Yeah, to make those, I think that was a big problem. With to, those he, to have the director's chair, you know, mm -hmm. he shouldn't have all those roles. No, it's a lot of things to juggle. Yeah, and George is a writer. He's a really good. Uh, yeah, he's a writer producer. He's a really good like mini documentary called "How uh, Star Wars Was Saved in the Edit." Oh, oh so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Like looking at that, you're like, oof. <laughs> that original cut yeah thank goodness I remember there being like some scenes that were like out of order like mm -hmm. that being the big thing yeah like the pacing was, was all over the place no, there were no stakes for the ending nope. really the, yeah. to kill the Death Star it's just they go to kill it it's not like oh we need to kill it or it kills us it's just uh, no yeah. we need to go kill it okay. yeah it almost makes them look like they're the bad guys yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah without the stakes it's really good it's on YouTube you should check it out maybe I'll reach out to some people who uh, made Willow Oh, is that, is that a thing that'll ever exist? Where you get to talk to people yeah, who are involved? Yeah, talk to Ron Howard. Talk, talk to Ron. If you can get us, I'll talk to George Lucas. He's, he's not doing anything he's these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. time. I'll find the last listed actor credited <laughs> in the film and try to get a hold of them. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> what do you remember being in the background of that Elwin scene? Yeah, during the making of Willow. You're like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. The most okay. See you later. Will that exclusive interview from the cast of Willow <laughs> featured on Mud Review Vendor? Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. That would be so funny. <laughs>
Even for Nelwyn. I was going to just have you two talk about Willow and just have me sit in the corner. Yeah, you want us to uh, yeah. talk about Willow? Yeah. Brad, I know. that we had not seen before. Yeah, we haven't seen this. Um, but Brad, I know you hate this movie, but you're wrong. <laughs> it's a delight. <laughs> <laughs> we made that clear in the first part. That's um, true. How did you feel about it, Andy? I mean... I could I could take it or I could leave it maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like a common fantasy story. This movie to me, I enjoyed it and then I realized exactly why I enjoyed this movie. It's because if you take the space fantasy of Star Wars and take out the space part, you get this movie. This is almost beat for beat very Star Wars. Like <laughs> there's a lot of characters to to kind of There are a lot of have characters. to know their names. I think they yeah, they do try to help you with that though because every character says every other character's name many times throughout <laughs> the true. course of That's this very, film. That's very very true. They address each other all the time by their names. They're in terms of like the Scottish times and right. you know, like Middle Ages and stuff. But yeah, it was so funny matching like, oh, like the baby, which is the Death Star plans, floats down the river to Luke. He finds it. Oh, and then Obi-Wan, the village magic guy, sends him on his quest. Yeah. And then like they encounter Han Solo locked in the cage and they free him. He's played by Val Kilmer. <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah, you could yeah, definitely. Uh although I mean the only weird one is like Leia is basically What's her face? Sorsha. Uh, Sorsha. But she's also sort of a Vader, but also, like, the skull mask guy is also Vader. So, like, that's the only kind of weird character overlap I saw. Because then you they, they go and help the other, like, witch lady who is, you know, the Yoda in this one. She even has the same introduction where they're, like, looking and they're like, we're looking for a great sorceress. And she's like, eh, I'm a little Australian possum. Yeah, well, okay, so, so the there's... Bav Morda is the evil queen, yeah, and she's trying to find the baby that's supposed to kill her in in the yep the lore. She's gonna the, the baby's gonna blow up her Death Star. And then this other sorcerer, what's what's her um, name? Again? She is like it's she's like one of the few people with two names. Uh, Brad, help! What are you doing? Yeah, over what, there? what's her name? All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just it's letting the podcast I gotta, happen. I got notes. I got notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, a few notes. Anyway, so where did when does she come in? Like. Is she always there? Because she's like a crow at one time, and then she's... Yeah, she's with them. As soon as they get to the island and find her, she's with them the rest of the time. Uh, Finn Rizel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they get to her island after being sent by, like, the the spirit wizard lady from the brownies. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Gosh, I was confused about her role. Like, who is this lady? Like... The brownies felt like Ewoks or something like that, or it, they, they felt. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I, was like, I mean, maybe not have these people. The, in the here. two that go with them specifically, I paralleled to R two and three PO. Sure. Because they like they do some of the goofy comic relief, but then on occasion they do help out and progress everything. So they feel very much the same way. So I didn't know that was Kevin Pollock until he fell into that beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then like you have a close up of him like. <laughs> he just yells beard, <laughs> dives back in. I was like, I get it. I was like, oh, that's Kevin Pollock. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, so Willow mm-hmm. has a family that yep. you only see in the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. His wife, and then he has two kids. Yeah, but Willow's eighteen. He looks like he's eighteen. Do they say he's eighteen? I mean, no, they don't say he's he eighteen. Was, he, like 
Uh, but Warwick Davis is 18. Warwick, he was actually 17 when they filmed this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was he really young. He looked much younger. I was like, he's they, young to they, I think it it's mentioned in the trivia that the, the people who play his kids in this are like 12 years younger than him. Like, they're yeah. not that much younger. But that's just because he is so young playing this role. Although, may, maybe he lives but in a world I thought where he, that He happens, did a really good so job. I, I thought yeah. he was really good. He is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought there would be more Val Kilmer than there actually was. I thought there was just the right amount of Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> he was goofy and funny, but I was like, there was a couple of times where I'm like, don't overdo it. And then they cut away and I'm like, okay, they're not overdoing it. This is the one role that I kind of actually liked him in. Like, yeah. I've seen a lot of movies where I'm just like, ah, I don't really have an opinion of Val Kilmer. Like, this is probably, my, forever, this is like, probably my second favorite Val Kilmer movie now. Top Gun, he's, he's kind of the bad guy for Top most, Gun's my third favorite Val Kilmer movie. Kiss Piss Bang Bang is still my favorite Val oh, yeah, Kilmer I movie. I haven't seen that. But, no, I, I liked Val Kilmer. I thought he was mm-hmm. great in this movie. Yeah, he did a really good job. Like, he was, just, like, the, the goofy braggart. And they did have the scene that Brad explained where, like, Willow goes, Wow, you are a great swordsman. Because he's, like, kicking all kinds of butt. Uh-huh. I thought it was kind of funny that they had, like, the setup with Sorsha where he's like, Ooh, you're pretty. And then later he gets hit with this love potion that the brownies have. And then he falls in love with Sorsha. But, like, he was already there. Like, I was kind of confused why they needed that part. Like, it could have been like, oh, like, she's, yeah, she's pretty cool. And she's a good fighter. Yeah. I like her a lot. I don't know why they You were wondering why they had Why they had the love potion element. Yeah, because he he was already in love with her. Right. Yeah, in the the very first intro when they're in the the fantasy Moss Eisley cantina, um, (laughs) and, like, she busts in. Yeah, she's like, ooh, you're pretty. And he's like, or she's like, you're no lady. And he goes, and you're pretty hot. Yeah, (laughs) I thought he already had the love potion by then, but maybe not. No, I don't think he, he didn't have that until later because one of them, one of the Barneys whacks him in the face with it, I think. But... Before that, though, he he tumbles in a cylindrical uh, snow <laughs> snowball <laughs> snow snow cylinder. That was hilarious. It was a snow cylinder. <laughs> I thought he for sure he was going to like straight up demolish that house, but the second the snow thing hit, it just disintegrated. And he he wasn't phased by it, but he wasn't no. wearing a shirt. I was he like, got out and he was covered in snow. I was like, "Aren't you cold?" Yeah, dude, I would, I would be freezing. <laughs> yeah, it should have been should have been chilly. Um, they did, they, there was a great Star Wars kick for like the, the classic, uh, make fun of Star Wars from, uh, Return of the Jedi where he's on the bar, where Luke's on the barge and he goes to kick one of Jabba's henchmen and he's like three feet away with that kick and the guy flies off the barge. Val Kilmer has one in the castle. He goes to kick one of, uh, Bed, Bed Morda's knights guys and like he's two feet away from that dude and he goes flying down the stairs. Yeah. And it just made me, it endeared me even more because I'm like, yep, that's, it's even more Star Wars fantasy. It's, it was fun. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think Warwick Davis was a great choice for that yes, role. Absolutely. I mean, I honestly, going through this entire movie, I was surprised how few questions I had. They did a pretty decent yeah. job of covering everything. Like the only thing I was confused about is when they're sieging Bemorda's castle and Willow has a plan. He's like, okay, yeah. so listen, back in my town, there's gophers, right? Yep. And Val Kilmer does this. This is war, not agriculture. What are you doing? Yeah. And they do like, then they huddle together and do the. Yeah, it's and like, it cuts we're not away. Gonna describe the plan. How did their plan have anything to do with gophers in the end? Their plan yeah, was just a surprise attack. Hide, un- hide under a bunch hide of Hide under sheets. stuff and then surprise attack when they lower the gates. I thought they were going to tunnel under the walls yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. That would, like, I had zero clue how that 
happened. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't what that make was. sense. And then also on top of that, when they're trying to execute that plan, you have all the bad guys standing on top of the castle looking down at them. Yep. When Willow is like, I'm an evil, powerful <laughs> yeah. sorcerer, and they all laugh. Yep. Then they send in four guys and mm -hmm. throw the drawbridge down, and that's when they do the attack. But yep. when did they have time to set up that plan without everyone seeing all of these people hiding underneath these sheets. I assume that all happened like at night, but they didn't show that it was night earlier. They were just, everyone was in the tent after they did the pig transformation back to normal. And so I'm assuming they did it under so the cover had, uh, of darkness. Oh, but, okay. But, because they were like, we'll attack <laughs> at first light. So like then. you knew like it was about to be the next day, essentially. Yeah, it was a, it was a strange cut. And then I just wanted to confirm because I was like, I'm pretty sure this is what happened, but I wasn't 100%, so I wanted to confirm with Bradley. Bev Morta basically, she accidentally banishes herself, and that's how they they defeat her? Yeah, I, I don't know. Because like, they had the insert shots of her knocking over her little goblets of blood water. Yeah, she started turning to red, and I was like, And I then the lightning struck her, and that, I assume that's what they were doing with the baby to banish the baby to the 13th realm of whatever that she mentions earlier. Sure. And... Instead, she goes there, and I was I was a little let down because I was like, oh, they accidentally won <laughs> instead of just winning. Yeah, but, yeah. But it was still fun to watch, and the effects worked considering, especially when this was. The only one that looked a little funky a little, at times was like the the brownies. But yeah, they looked a little weird. <clears throat> but like the morphing into the pigs looked pretty good. Um, the effects of um, when when they're when Willow's trying to change Finn Rizal back to her form, she goes through a couple transitions that look really good. Like, pretty yeah. good effects of her turning into different animals. Yeah, I don't know how they did that, but it did look seamless. Yep. How did um, Sorsha end up falling for Val Kilmer and working with them? That, that I, I got kind of lost in that. They didn't... There wasn't a lot to, I feel like, establish or encourage her to do the switching sides thing. Um, I, mean, I was, there was reading... some. She was doing some looks back at him. When, yes, like and, she clearly liked. She liked. She him. was like, "Ooh, he's pretty handsome." But yeah. you're right. Like in the middle of this fight, she just suddenly switches sides, and I thought they didn't establish that very well. But reading some background on the movie, I guess originally in, in like the story is that Bev Morta like is her mom. Her dad is the or is or was the king essentially, and then Bev Morta basically took over from the king, like kind of usurped the throne. And, like, there's supposed to be some scene... There was originally a scene where, like, she talks to her dad who was encased in stone like the people in the castle were. And he was like, oh, like, you must defeat Bev Morda and, like, help me go come back to, like, where I was supposed to be and all this other stuff. So, like, that was supposed to be her tipping point back to flipping sides. Yeah. But in the movie, like, they don't get any of that. And they didn't have time, really. This movie's already two hours. Yeah. And... I must say, I watched this at 1.12 speed. It's not not too fast, but a little bit faster, <laughs> and it worked. It, yeah. it it felt like it was like moving. That's funny. I want to try that. I kind of want to see how that goes. <laughs> and it didn't really change. It didn't really change their um, voices or anything. Right. It still They're felt already, yeah. natural. So I got to watch it in a little less time than two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the my, what I would change is. I really liked Burglecut. Yeah, I felt like he wasn't in the movie that enough. Motherfucker! <laughs> God damn Burglecut! I think he, he, the movie might have benefited from having him 
forced to go with Willow instead of the other guy who doesn't really have a role. Oh, starts, yeah, Willow's buddy. Yeah, he start, what's his name? It starts with an M. Mm, yeah, Merrick, or I don't remember. Yeah. Maverick. Is he the first guy that volunteers to go with Willow? Was that him? Or I was think that so. a different soldier? Yeah. Guy? Oh, and can we talk about how the the head warrior guy in the village, Varric or whatever, looks his He looks like a John, was that, John Snow. Was or... that Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> he looked absurdly like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> but with a tiny body. <laughs> and it was really every time he was speaking and it wasn't the rock's voice i was wishing it was and i want the rock to redub those lines yeah i think it'd be amazing he looked like he could could have been uh the the um the one of the commanders at the wall in uh the first season of game too. of thrones the guy that gets uh that takes aria at the very end of the season yeah looks oh, kind of spoilers like... for game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> got him looks kind of like that yeah i could see that they all bail really fast, though. Yeah, they're all like, "Well, quest is over. Gotta go back." Yeah, they we, no we quested. We quested a we little. Quested while. real hard. We quested real hard. We ain't gonna yeah. quest again. I mean, that's also. I think that's more fantasy pulling from like even the Hobbit because like that's why we're like, oh, the Hobbits. They don't like adventure or excitement. That's not who they are. Mm-hmm. But kudos to those warrior dudes for stepping up on those terror dogs came into the village they were like we just gotta yeah. go kill it doesn't even don't even worry about it were those just dogs in like costumes. Wart- warthog costumes most definitely with tails yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah those things look scary oh and they stabbed that one to death oh yeah they took them out yep they they oh yeah that was a good fight oh this was fun it was a fun movie I think in the first part, I'm trying to think of anything Brad got wrong in his No, Brad, Brad was, Brad said the story you like pretty much You nailed almost every single detail through. of this. Like the only thing is I think we thought that originally that crazy dragon creature that gets summoned out of the lake in the castle gets turned to stone. But uh, instead, uh, Val Kilmer stabs one of them through the head and it, its head blows up because he tries to blow fire and that kills it. So was that was that creature like evil or was it helping them or was it impartial? I think it was impartial. It was just going for everybody. Because it was that weird blob thing. Well, okay, I need to I need you to explain that because was it one of those? It was so dogs. Yeah. So and it turned into a brain. No, it was a troll. Blob. It was a troll in oh. the castle, and it, it was attacking Willow. And uh, the the sorceress lady tells Willow to use the wand. And he just, like, says a random spell real quick. I think it's the same one that blew him up into the tree earlier. And he shoots the troll with it. And the troll lights on fire, turns into a weird organic ball, and yeah. sprouts two little creepy heads. And yeah. he just kicks it off into the it water. Into because moat. I would have done the exact same thing. Because that was creepy and gross. And I was like, ooh, get out of here. Yeah. It looked like a David, Cro- David Cronenberg yeah. monster. And then it grows up into this crazy two-headed dragon thing. Yeah. And they have a hilarious scene where, you know, Val Kilmer is threatening the evil army and they all turn around and run away. He's like, nah, I'm pretty scary. And it's the dragons behind him. Mm-hmm. And then he runs out Classic. with them. He's like, oh, it was, it was good. It was, it was very funny. But I think, yeah, we, we'd met, I think we thought it turned to stone um, from one of the acorns. But he just drops an acorn and it turns part of the bridge into stone, which I thought was funny. He's like, oops. Because I was in my head, I was wondering too, like, how do those acorns exactly work? Like, what if you just dropped one with that? It would be like, oh, too late. And then they cover that. <laughs> so wh- did he use all three acorns? He used two acorns. So he didn't even need three. No, I don't know what, I don't know if he, they just 
didn't like need the third one, or I'm wondering if there was like a deleted scene where he used the third Why one on something. Why just give him one? Because <laughs> he drops one on the bridge and it turns like a plank of the bridge to stone, and then the other one he give throws a bit more to, and she starts to turn to stone, and then she's mm-hmm. all like, "Bitch, I'm a wizard!" And she's like, like, "This turns won't her bother back. me." Yeah, turns her arm back, like, "Get out of here, dog!" Get out of here with it, it. your baby magic. Yep. I remember Brad saying that. Yep. And oh. then how does okay? So the disappearing pig, disappearing baby thing mm-hmm. how did the disappearing baby thing work i out? assume like she looked away at one point during the the thing i don't remember why but she looks away from him and i assume like during that moment he like moved the baby real quick and then okay. she looked back okay. and he was like some classic magician misdirection you know yeah yeah my my 1.12 speed maybe miss a couple things plus looking away and then because <laughs> because i was watching this online I didn't want to have to go back and reload the page oh, to make yeah. it work. Streaming problems were happening. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I, 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 this is a fun movie. I, I mean, did you did you notice? Uh, I don't know if you'll know this actor's name, but Tony Cox was in the movie as one of the. What was it? Per- Pecs. He's one, one of the one, packs. Well, you, so you Tony, Tony, you can't, you can't call them. I can't packs. say that. What are they, I don't remember what they're actually called. I feel really bad now. I feel like the bigger racist because I don't. I only know the offensive term. <laughs> anyway, Tony Cox is the guy that's in Bad Santa as the oh, elf. Oh no, kidding. he's in this movie. Okay. Yeah, in a really small role. Um. I, uh, there's no small roles only <laughs> wait only small <laughs> actors <laughs> oh no what are you doing no oh we're we're banned <sighs> off off the internet <sighs> yeah this isn't gonna go on any of my top 10 lists i don't think or anything no. like that but no, this was a fun I movie i would again. absolutely recommend this movie to anyone just looking for like a goofy like be like oh you liked Neverending Story, or hey, like you like you know the yeah. kind of yeah, it's got a late eighties, nineties fantasy movie. Like this was great. This was a lot of fun. I would even recommend this to people who like Lord of the Rings. I'd be like, just totally. watch this. Yeah, this is fun, and it, it feels very much like that. So I had a good time. I want to go watch Quest for Fire. I like that movie. I haven't seen that one. We'll we'll, we'll have you tell us all about Quest for Fire, Andy. <laughs> There's like no dialogue in that movie whatsoever. <laughs> Because it doesn't describe everything. But it's great. Brad, what do you think about what we think about this movie? Yeah, what's your thoughts about our thoughts about this movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he was paying attention. He was I was paying guys. attention. He was the movie was written for Warwick Davis, specifically for him yeah. to star in it. Oh, so like after Star Wars, George Lucas, George Lucas was just like fell in love with him as an actor. Okay, like wanted him. He was really good. Yeah, he's the best actor in this. Yeah, George Lucas likes representing underrepresented actors. Yeah, and people and things. He likes it's having all like he wants to do. Really. Yeah, he likes having like main women like characters. Mm-hmm. He likes yeah having uh, all sorts of like yeah. I'm surprised, and I, I mean I shouldn't be surprised. I mean that seems to be a very easy, like very clear in everything he's made. But mm-hmm. uh, the love potion reason it was basically just to set put more tension in that scene of Val Kilmer trying to get that baby. He's, like, going for the baby, then, like, seeing her, and then, like, he needs to keep his eye on the prize, but, yeah. like, because of the love potion, he's, like, he doesn't have a choice. I feel like they could have <laughs> played that off with just how arrogant he was. Like, they're, like, quick, quick, mess with her, get the baby, and he's just, like, it's fine. She's not even going to wake up. I'm, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. That scene with that cat was scary. Oh, man. Oh, the giant cat? Yeah, yeah. With the brownies? <laughs> just in general, what do you guys think of, like, the sets? Because they're all real. Yeah. The, the castle set, the village set. Yeah, they look... 
amazing. They yeah, look the great. Rose. They look really cool. I the, think the that, that really helps the movie. The way the castles look now. Okay, so at the end, after everything's back to normal, and they send Willow off to go back to his village, they pan up at the castle behind them. Was that the one they were at when they had the first fight? Was that that one where all the people were in the crazy weird blobs? Where the trolls were and stuff. Is that that castle? Did they were they just showing that that castle's back to normal now? Yeah, I think so. Tears leans. Yes. Back to normal. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought it was. But so I yeah, there's 100%. there's budget concerns. All of the people in Terrasleen were turned to stone. Yep, including Source's dad, who you had right. Oh, it, he was. Oh, he was one of the stone. One of the people. stone people. Okay, mm-hmm. I just right. assumed that like she turned like he was in like her castle somewhere. Like she turned him to stone and usurped the throne that way or something. But yeah, okay. There's right, because l- the mission was to get to that castle, and they thought something. Like the army there would help them, but yes. they're all yeah because the they were all turned. What I was reading was just describing essentially what the scene was kind of supposed to play out, the story at least. So yeah, yeah, okay. So it's all kind of vague and like there's metaphors for like a giant army is going to be at that castle. Well, there was because Eric did bring his army near the end of it, right? And everything sort of like happens for a reason, kind of like moves the story along. Like Alora Dan's destiny to kill Bad Morta did happen because like her interaction with Bad Morta ended up killing her even though it wasn't like wasn't direct that's yeah and i believe that bad morta once seeing that the baby had disappeared had like she like almost she has a face where she was just like dead on the inside of oh her. yeah like her heart breaks or something like that like all of the and she is so scary oh at man. the end of that film with her makeup she does yeah. a straight up oh, like emperor palpatine does another star wars hair? crossover she, does she lose she, her hair oh, man. she's like dread like a mummy she yeah she looks like her skin's yeah. falling off by the end of that it's crazy when finn rizel and source like open the door to see her and she has like her hands like up on the altar and like oh. they're like mascaras running i'm like oh she's so scary yeah <laughs> finn rizel looked kind of scary too with those claw marks on her face oh man at the yeah it was weird she looks strange. That wizard duel, though. Yeah. Just kind of just pushing each other back and forth, holding the wand. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's boring. <laughs> um, Harry Potter kind of pulls it off well, but yeah. it's like... It's hard to pull that scene off where you're just like, I'm casting a spell at you. You're casting a spell at me. Right. It just visually especially, doesn't quite seem that yeah, dramatic. Especially, like, 20 years earlier than, like, Harry Potter, where, like, Harry Potter, you have so much more ease of movement for a scene like that with effects well in harry potter they treat those wands kind of like guns where they're like yes. blowing up pillars and shooting stuff yeah, like yeah that's true yeah. it's way more exciting yep <laughs> this is just like a little monster gets created and willow has to chase it off the roof that was kind of crazy <sighs> there was a deleted scene with that third acorn like willow oh, drops okay. out a boat and the boat sinks they were oh. on a boat when were they oh well, they like, didn't shoot when they're it going or... to, when they're coming back from like finn island he they was deleted poor Warwick yeah. Davis was having they, a really hard time rowing that boat. They did delete the scene of Sorcia seeing her dad. They shot that. Oh, they just okay. didn't include it in the film. Mm-hmm. Is there a director's cut? No. Oh, okay. It's George Lucas. He doesn't release those. He just yes. goes back and redoes them. So don't don't give him any ideas with this one. <laughs> he doesn't need any ideas. The director's cut will be like a yeah, you know, like he'll reshoot the whole movie and just redo it. Yeah. In a terrible right. way. What about that cart chase scene? It was fun. That was Indiana fun. Jones. Was that fun. was good. That yeah. was very Indiana Jones. Yep. Like very much tank on the horse kind of stuff. Yeah. I was like, how's that cart still moving? It's missing a wheel. It wasn't even dragging in the ground though. I liked watching those wheels explode. That just looked cool. Yeah, like, busted, <laughs> like busted apart. Yep. Just goes flying everywhere. What did you think of Mad Mardigan's introduction in that whole scene where he's in the cage? I liked it. I, I really liked it. Uh... You didn't know if you wanted to trust him or not. Mm. I didn't and, uh, like it at first because I thought he was a little over the top for a guy sitting in a cage for a couple of days. But it made total sense by the end of this movie. Like that's you, that's exactly who he is and what he would be doing. I so. love his acting choices. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah. Like trying to get on like Burl Cut's side and then like going back to their side. Yep. And then like trying to show off that he's a good guy, but is he? Like Migosh believes it, but Willow doesn't. Yeah, and then yep. he he goes to give him that water and the water spills and he just starts sucking his fingers <laughs> yeah. with like the that droplets of water on there. I liked yep. it. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. Him dressed up like a lady. That was that was funny. <laughs> I, I did have a question though, like was that really faster than just trying to sneak him out a window? Like, I feel like they were working on that outfit for a while by the time Willow busted in there. And I'm like, if you had this much time, was this the best solution? The, the other thing, too, is the guy that came in who thought his wife was cheating on him. He was like, who is this? And then, like, he finds she, out it's a woman. It's and then he wants to have sex with her. And yeah. I was like, wait, He's so like, now she's you're like, oh, this cheating is my for cousin. you? Is okay? That dude immediately gropes Val yeah, Kilmer's boob. Grab that. Straight up. And like the wife was right there. And I'm like, I, bro, I, this what? is not okay. What? Like, what you do, check dog? yourself, guy. Yeah, before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Can't sexually assault your wife's cousin? Come on. Yeah. Even if it's Val Kilmer. Even if it's Val Kilmer. <laughs> and then I just got to say that like nobody in the Elwyn Village like ever leaves it. It's like a huge deal. That they went as far as they did to the yeah, that's, that crossroads. makes sense, and that's kind of how I felt with like when nobody they wanted, wanted to leave when the they turned around. Like, it's very Hobbiton yeah, style. It's like yeah. insane what Willow did, like yep. the amount of courage and thing that he which yeah, and then it is very Hobbit Return scene where like when he comes back and everyone's super excited because he went on a quest and no one's done that, so yes. he has all the exciting stories to tell. Yeah, and Willow has a bunch of choices. He can like pull back and quit the quest at any time, and he just yep. keeps going forward. There's I re- oh. like three moments in the movie where it says like you don't have to go forward, Willow. Yeah. You can leave it up to other people. I like his like, development do it. with with Laura Dannon because, like, when when he tells him, he's like, "Don't get, don't touch it. Don't you know, mom won't take it back." Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're like, he's like, "Don't fall in love with that baby. Don't you do it." And then everyone falls in love with the baby, including him. And like, there's that moment of truth with the the shaman for the village where he's like, well, how, "How you feel about this baby? You like this baby?" And Will's like, <laughs> "He's like, you could easily be like, oh no, I hate babies. Babies are gross. Get it, get out of here." And he's just like, yeah, yeah, I do. I this baby's I pretty like cool. This baby, pretty cool mm-hmm. baby right here. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had that scene where he looked at the baby and he smiled and he was like, "This baby's cute." Yeah, that baby was a good actor, by the way. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they, they got so some many great, great shots, shots out of shots. Baby. Great reaction yeah. shots out of a baby. That was really good. It, it had like surprise on its face a couple times. You're like, "Oh, this is the perfect shot for this." Yeah. They're just they like, must have just like spent a, a couple days a just day, like, like let's get some baby, baby shots. Yeah, just getting like everything and yeah. splicing them out. That was good though. Burgle cut felt like he was uh, the guy playing him. Seemed a little <laughs> really Dom DeLuise. <laughs> really went yes, for it. I can see that. He seemed very Dom DeLuise. I was DeLuise. confused when when Willow was doing his magic show at the Ren Fest, <laughs> and. <laughs> The Ren Fest. That's what it was. It was. It's sure. exactly. We got the Cantina song too, kind of. Yeah, sort of. In that in that scene. Um, he was doing his magic show. Burgle Cut was one genuinely enjoying those tricks, and true playing it off after he enjoyed them like he didn't enjoy them. Like when he makes the pig disappear, Burgle Cut looks around with surprise and is just like, "Wow, yeah, real good trick." Mm. And then the second the pig runs out, he's like, "Ha ha, what a dumb trick!" And I'm like, yeah. "Everyone yeah. knows what you did, bro." Like, we saw you all enjoy his magic. Can't you just be like, yeah, it was fun. Who cares if we saw it? It's just funny. He's Laugh too, it off. Two-faced. Which is, again, Willow should have played that off for comedy. He could have easily salvaged that. Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh, the pig got out. Goop, goop, goop. Like, that could have been funny. Come on, Willow. Be a showman, not a shaman. I thought Eric's death was a little overdramatic. Yes. Oh, man. And, it, and him, also not choreographed very well. He didn't well play the dying very well either, too. He did, like, it was the most stereotypical dramatic movie bad. death. But he's like, get 
revenge for me, save and then the, uh, the day. And it falls, falls back, and then does like the super sag when he actually finally dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was a little too much, and it was which maybe which bummed me out because I really like that character. And yes. I was one bummed that he died in the first place, but two, like he died in a cheesy he way. He's the Lando of this movie. Yes, he is Martin the Lando. Yep. Like, because there's a moment. Wait, right, what's his name? His name's er- Eric. Eric. I thought it was Greg. No, Eric. Eric the Red. Who's Greg? There's no Greg. There's what? never been a Greg. <laughs> they were saying Greg the entire time. <laughs> Eric? Oh, you might be thinking of Craig, the evil general. The Cr- spell Kale. Kale. Oh, the Kale. Name. You're right. No, it is Kale. Okay, I guess it was Eric. I think if you say one point twelve speed. If you say, oh Eric, yeah, it, it turns into it turns into Greg. This yeah. is gonna be like that that whole which name was it frequency debate all sure, over again. Yeah. Sure, I heard the dress was blue. <laughs> huh? But I like the moment in the house they capture Sorsha and they try to make their way out of that little village. Yeah, and Eric is putting up all these good points about like you can't trust Mad Mardigan. It's mm-hmm. like he might trade you any point. Will's like, no, he won't. I mean, then he like has a doubt. Like, yeah, and Eric's like, bro, like I've known him for years. Yeah, he's this is who he is. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, I didn't even make that connection, but he is the Lando of the film. Another Star Wars crossover. Mm-hmm. Check it off. Mm-hmm. There's moments where Mad Mardigan, I mean, he can just run away at any any point too, but he sticks it out. I think he yeah. gets committed and, um, when he's on that cart, though. They're having that cart chase. I think he gets committed a little bit after that. Willow and him are talking in like a field. Yes. About which what, way what are you going? Do. And then. The brownies point one way. Mad Mardigan has a moment of hesitation, and he's like, "Oh, uh, that's the way I'm going." What? What a coincidence! What a like, sad coincidence! Is it really for me. a coincidence, or do you want to yes. go that way to help him? I had the Mardigan. same thought. Yeah, yeah yep. he does want to go. I think. Yeah. To help. And then his full moment comes when he asks Willow. What at the Battle of Tirith leans over? Willow comes out. He's destroyed, and just asks him if he, if he can ride. Like, is is he still able? Is, are mm. you physically able to still keep going? Because we can keep going, Willow. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember what scene it was, but I liked that, like, Mad Mardigan picked Willow up and put him on his shoulders at one point. Yeah, so there's little moments that, like that. Oh, when they're yeah. being pulled they get behind captured the wagon on by chains, Ben yeah. Morda's army. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he falls down, but gets, start, starts getting dragged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. He's just like, I got you, buddy. Yep. You my, my buddy, There's a good progression between the two of them. I like them forging this friendship between two people who kind of hated each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of like Luke and Han Solo. <laughs> oh, got it. Final thoughts? What about that talking animal in this movie? Oh, <laughs> the, the I was okay with it. Australian <laughs> yeah, possum. Yeah, yeah, I was fine with it. If they do a little the digital bird. like mouth thing. It, it was funny at first because they they didn't like it was looking around and they were doing the voiceover and I was like, no, they're they're struggling to get this possum to do what they wanted. And then like after one or two more scenes, it's like they cut, they had it sitting and started doing the the digital mouth flaps. And I was like, better than Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then uh crag crail kale kale just he, like the when he, terrible like, garbage vegetable. he died by falling off of the castle well, he right? got stabbed with three swords yeah he, he got, got stabbed st- a well, whole yeah bunch. he was getting stabbed a lot and then he fell off of a castle i believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they didn't show him falling they just showed him kind of falling off the top and then he was just already on the on the ground yes they're, sweet they're helmets, like, we sweet sword, sweet armor. Yep. The horses have like this horn armor on them. Oh yeah. There's a lot of attention to detail in the costuming and. Bev Morda's castle is really cool. It's the most sinister looking castle I've seen in a long time. Like it looked really good for for like the bad person's lair. You're all about that castle design, aren't you? I am. It's awesome. It was good. It was it was good stuff. Don't hassle Andy about castles. <laughs> That's. 
Castle Hassle. <laughs> this is big Castle Hassle. Yeah. <laughs> I had to pause for a second because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get this right. I'm done talking about the movie. You have anything yeah. to talk about? Uh, no. No. I would... Sorsha, Sorsha was, was attractive. Oh, she was amazing. <laughs> she had like this corset, like armor thing on when she was in the tent at the end of the film. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Hello. Yep. yep. She has like curly hair. Like, yeah, the it's, everywhere. it's the hair. Yeah. And I'm like, she takes that helmet off and her hair is flowing. And I'm like, yeah. hello. What was up with her helmet, though? That was a weird looking little, helmet like a pith helmet yeah I, they're the bad guy armor looked like they were trying to be vaguely like eastern about it like kind of mongolian looking stuff and i thought that was kind of strange <laughs> hmm. but yeah she's a total hottie this is a good movie if you if you haven't seen it and you like fantasy movies definitely see i wish you would have seen it as a kid maybe i wish i'd seen this as a kid i'm kind of yeah. surprised i haven't seen it. i didn't see it as a kid it was really good i liked yeah. it a lot <laughs>